You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now that moves us to surat, to the incident of ifk. The whole story of the ifk that Allah mentions in Surah An-Nur, according to the majority of Shia scholars and Shia hadith, this was revealed about Maria who was accused of indecency and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came to protect her from that indecency or vindicate her, exonerate her from that indecency, not Aisha. So then what happened? Why do Sunnis maintain it's Aisha? Very briefly, we'll look at the hadiths now. Our Shia analysis is that Aisha, when she saw Maria, she, she wanted to discredit Maria, right? Because she didn't like her, she was jealous of her. She accused her. She saw that the accusation against Maria, instead of lowering Maria, it raised her. The Prophet defended her, Allah defended her. Now Maria became even more respected because now God came to her defense. Aisha had a greater grudge now against Maria. Later on, when Maria died, the Prophet passed away, her father and then Umar, they came to power and she had the political freedom to say whatever she wanted. She wanted to claim that ifk incident as a virtue for her. So she is the one who claims, I was accused unjustly and God exonerated me to show that, oh Allah is the one who defended me, who can attack me when God defended me. So she's the one who started the accusation or some hadith say some companions came with the accusation, she perpetuated it, then when she realized it's a virtue, she claimed it to herself. That's the analysis here. Yes. Uh, so I have two questions. One, if she's making up this lie during the Khilafah of Abu Bakr and Umar, Imam Ali is there, so, and, and of course there were Imams even after Imam Ali, why didn't, or is there any record of them setting the records? So a few points here, first of all, the only person in history of Hadith who narrates directly that the story of Ifq was about Aisha is who? Aisha herself. We don't have a single companion who says, I was there when God revealed the verse of Ifq in Surah An-Nur and it was about Aisha, not a single companion. How come? Such a big incident about Aisha should have been narrated by other companions. Why is she the only narrator that raises red flags? That she's claiming this to herself. Number two, later Imams of Al-Bayt did say that. They made it very clear that this is about Maria, not Aisha. But remember, she had the political backing of the state to say what she did. So um, Imam Ali and the other Imams, they did try to repel that, but people wouldn't listen from the Imams. They would take their other sources. And Bukhari and others, two centuries later, they came and they went with Aisha's version. They disregarded the Imams of Ahlul Bayt and their version. Even though we have Sunni hadiths, we'll, we'll talk about them that say it was about Maria, but Bukhari's version, is that it was about Aisha. So they wanted to take that version to make Aisha look good. Uh, the second question is, um, in Surah An-Nur, around these verses, if not in those 10 verses that Allah revealed about the incident, it says, if you accuse a woman 
of adultery, and she's not, she, she's innocent of that, there, there's a punishment, like, like flogging. There's a flogging punishment, correct. Was Aisha or any of these companions, did they get that punishment? That's a very good question. The Quran does say that if you accuse someone of uh, adultery, then you know you deserve a flogging, right? Now we don't have any record of the Prophet flogging Aisha, for instance, uh, or anyone directly related with this. Yes, Sunnis have narrated that with Aisha's story of Ifk, the Prophet had three people flogged. We'll talk about that in a, in a couple of minutes. One of them was Hassan ibn Thabit. They say the Prophet flogged him and there's a problem with that, we'll talk about that. So no, we don't have a record of the Prophet having Aisha flogged. Um, it's not clear why, but maybe the Prophet has authority wilaya in implementing these, uh, basically uh, these laws. The Prophet maybe saw that there are negative consequences from having his wife being flogged. Maybe that would have invited the um, uh, hypocrites and some enemies to further talk about this accusation of adultery. The Prophet wanted just to bury it. He told Imam Ali, expose her, khalas, bury it. The Prophet did not want this to continue on people talking about such a sensitive issue. So maybe that's why he did not have her flogged. That, that, that could be uh, one, one analysis here. According to the Quran, there were, I mean, it says, uh, you know, uh, why didn't you, when you heard this, investigate further? Like after the first one made the accusation, why didn't you verify it? So I, I think there are some hadith where her father and, uh, and Abu Khattab, they also believed it and they were carelessly spreading this. According to the Sunni version of Hadith al-Ifq, uh, the father of Aisha, Abu Bakr, and the mother of uh, Aisha, they believed the accusation and they, they, or they had strong doubts that yeah, this probably happened. In fact, they even say the Prophet doubted her. Sunni hadith says, when the rumor of if happened and Aisha was accused, the Prophet doubted. And Aisha says, for a month, he kept away from me. He was in doubt and he was waiting God to make a statement. So they believe the Prophet even doubted Aisha, which is ridiculous. Because according to Sunni and the majority of Shias, it's impossible for something like that to happen, for a wife of a Prophet to commit adultery. So if this is not going to happen, how does the Prophet doubt it? Like I'm saying in this story with Maria. With Maria, right. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I read somewhere, but when Aisha made the accusation of Maria, then her father and... Allah believed her, you mean? Believed her about Maria. So, and, and then they were careless in, in spreading it. Because there, there is a verse in the Quran which says, why did you keep on spreading this? Right, so, so basically when Aisha and some companions said it, other companions started to... See, this was before the conquest of Mecca. This is the after the battle of Ahzab. Muslims are uh, basically vulnerable. And the Prophet didn't want to have like tens of companions flogged. This would make a scene in Medina. This would create a big, big, huge story. No, this was uh, Afwan, this was after Hudaybiyah, before uh, the conquest of Mecca. So he's still somewhat a little bit weak compared to Quraysh. Like, like he can't exactly go in and take over Mecca. Well, 
see the accusation actually no um, Ibrahim was born in the year 8 of the Hijrah no no this was after the conquest of Mecca yeah this was after the conquest of Mecca so the Prophet was in a position of power definitely maybe the Prophet saw some some wisdom yeah and having so many people flogged maybe that well, that was not something that the Prophet found wise to do Salamu alaikum now what's the um, Sunni version of the ifk very briefly they believe that Allah revealed you know those verses in Surah An-Nur about Aisha after she was accused of adultery during the battle of Bani al-Mustalaq from Khuza'a so the Prophet remember we talked about Bani al-Mustalaq the Prophet was going there the Muraysi' so she was in the caravan and she stayed behind we'll talk about the story later but some people accused her okay now that she stayed behind the caravan she was left behind she committed indecency with someone uh, her necklace or something got lost in the desert she went looking for it so some people ag accused her and they claim that those who came with the ifk with the accusation are Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul the leader of the hypocrites Musattah ibn Athatha and Hassan ibn Thabit the famous companion and the fourth one Hamna the sister of Zainab bint Jahsh so the sister-in-law of the Prophet they claim that she also was one of the accusers we have some quick objections to the Sunni version number one the timing of Surah An-Nur when was Surah An-Nur revealed year 8 of the Hijrah when did the happen of Bani Al-Mustalaq and Muraysi' happen year 5 or 6 so chronologically something doesn't match did God wait two years or have Muslims wait two years for him to exonerate Aisha two years ago the incident happened now Allah reveals a verse saying no this is an accusation and you know this is unlikely so the timing is basically problematic so many many scholars have maintained that Surah An-Nur was revealed year 8 because reports indicate it was revealed after Surah An-Nasr and Surah An-Nasr was revealed after which incident? the Fatah of Mecca, the conquest of Mecca year 7 and some sources indicate the Prophet lived two years after Surah An-Nur so that means it was revealed year 8 because the Prophet you know passed away two years after that whereas the whole incident of the ifk as Bukhari claims and others claim happened at Bani al-Mustalaq two years before so something does not match number two we mentioned this the sole narrator is who? Aisha how come such an important event is not narrated by other companions only Aisha says I was accused and Allah, okay how come others don't verify that that in itself you know makes us doubt this whole story number three there's a problem with uh, Bukhari's version Bukhari's version mentions that Sa'd ibn Ma'adh was present during the story of Ifk and he said Ya Rasulullah just give us the green light we'll go and slaughter the person who did this to your wife why is this problematic this version no he's not on earth Sa'd ibn Ma'adh died see the story of the Ifk happened when the story of the Ifk happened in the uh, expedition of Bani al-Mustalaq Sa'd ibn Ma'adh was wounded and he died after Bani Qurayza 
That was before Banil Mustalaq. So when this story supposedly happened with Aisha at Banil Mustalaq, Sa'd ibn Ma'ad was dead. He had been become a shaheed. So how come Bukhari says he was there and he was you know, threatening to kill the one who did this to the Prophet's wife? Something doesn't match. Something's being fabricated here. Number four, which is a big, big one. According to Bukhari, top companions accused Aisha. So now we, sell, we tell our brothers from Ahlul Sunnah, we've got a problem here. Do you guys believe all these companions are just and good or no? Which one? If you believe they're all just and good, how can they commit a crime like that? The Quran says this crime is so severe, the person deserves punishment by 80 lashes or 80 whippings. Qadf, had al-Qadf. And they claim Hassan ibn Thabit was one of the persons who accused Aisha. Hassan ibn Thabit, how is that possible? Yes. Don't they also say when Rasulullah, in, in the Sunni version of the story, when he's asking for counsel, what should I do? He divorced him on Ali and when Ali says, it's okay, you can divorce her. You can divorce who? Aisha. Uh, can you say that again in Sunni sources? Like when Rasulullah is asking some of his top companions, what should I do about Aisha? After the ifk incident. The Sunni version. The Sunni version. So Imam Ali says divorce her. So what's the what's problematic about that? Well, he, it, it seems almost as if he believes. He believes. Yes, we mentioned that. You know, they if if they say that it's impossible for a wife of the Prophet to do fahisha or adult commit adultery, then on what basis does the Prophet doubt? The Prophet should say, no, that's impossible. The Prophet had serious doubts to the point where he was considering divorcing Aisha according to Sunni versions of the hadith. Well, your, that in itself is problematic. To your previous point, you were saying, well, if all of the Sahaba are to be respected and they can't err, this is a companion who we agree on, Imam Ali. He's exactly, Imam Ali. But even Hassan ibn Thabit, let me tell you about Hassan. Sahih Bukhari says about Hassan ibn Thabit, the Prophet said, Hassan, go and recite your poetry. Jibra'il is with you. Number one. Number two, we also have hadiths about Hassan ibn Thabit. The Prophet told him in Abu Dawood, in the Musnad of Abu Dawood, Hassan. The pure spirit that was with Isa ibn Maryam is with Hassan. Okay, wait a minute. The same Sunni sources tell us Hassan accused Aisha and the Prophet had him lashed 80 times. Because they say the, the Prophet had two people lashed. One of them was who? Hassan. Musattah, the other guy accused. The third man, uh, the, the, the lead, Abdullah ibn Abi Ubay, he was spared. That even raises why? Why was he spared? How come Hassan gets the beating and the lashing, but it's not Abdullah ibn Ubay? What's the matter here? They say, oh, because he was a hypocrite. So what? Hypocrites get a way out? <laughs> You're telling me Hassan ibn Thabit, Jibra'il is with him, the Holy Spirit is with him according to your hadiths. He's getting whipped, whipped 80 times? For accusing Aisha of adultery? Come on. This is, this something doesn't add up here. You do, you be the judge. <laughs> something does not add up here. So, our brief analysis, uh, we didn't want to go into this story of the if right now in detail, but our brief analysis 
the way that Aisha narrates the whole incident in Bukhari and others does not match. It's not supported by historical evidence. So then that tells us the story of Isk, Ifq was about who? Maria. Do we have any Sunni hadiths that confirm Maria was accused? Oh yes, of course. Al-Hakim al-Naysaburi. In his book Al-Mustadrak ala sahihain he says these are the hadiths that are sahih according to the standard of who? Bukhari and Muslim. He mentions this hadith from Aisha, from Aisha. She talks about Maria being given as a gift to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi. And then she is the one who states that when she became pregnant, she gave birth to Ibrahim. The Prophet asked me one day when he was sitting with Aisha, he asked Aisha, look at Ibrahim, what do you see? Who does he resemble? She told him, I don't see any similarity between Ibrahim and you. Why did you do that Aisha? She says according to this hadith from Al-Hakim, she's like, I was so jealous like other women and I said, you know what? The Prophet loves Ibrahim and he's been given a son where we have not had any children from the Prophet. So let me deny that he is the Prophet's son. I said, yeah, there is no resemblance. So the Prophet became very upset. He told Ali ibn Abi Talib, go and kill Juraih. And we've heard the rest of the story, how it ended. So basically, according to this hadith, people made rumors. Aisha, according to the Sunni hadith, Aisha didn't start the rumor. Some companions started the rumor. She perpetuated it. She's like, I had heard those rumors and I was jealous of Mari. I'm like, this is an opportunity. So all I said to the Prophet, no, he does not look like you. But what was she suggest suggesting? That he's not your son. By the way, this hadith is also, this story also comes in Sahih Muslim. Sahih Muslim basically confirms the whole story of Juraih and the, 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 the Prophet commanding Imam Ali to go and kill him. We also have a hadith in Tarikh Madinat Dimashq, which is a Sunni book of history. Uh, basically, volume 3, page 46, the hadith says, Inna Jibra'il Atani. Jibra'il came and he told me that Maria has been exonerated by God and Allah protected her from all those rumors. So we have Sunni hadiths telling us that Maria was accused and that clearly indicates the story of Ifq was about her. Especially if you look at the timing of Surah An-Nur, Surah An-Nur, year 8 of the Hijrah, when was Ibrahim born? Year 8 of the Hijrah, perfectly matches. Ibn Sa'ad in his tabaqat, he also confirms this hadith that Maria was accused uh, of you know sleeping with Juraih. The Prophet sends Imam Ali and he you know tells him to kill him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who defends Maria and he sends Jibra'il and he tells him, Assalamu alayka ya Aba Ibrahim. See? There was a doubt that this is your son. Allah sends Jibra'il, he tells him, tell the Prophet Abba Ibrahim, the father of Ibrahim. So the Prophet says, Allah has now given his verdict that, you know, this is my son. 
So this is the story with Mari. She was a very faithful woman, very obedient, a very high-ranking wife of the Prophet. She died only five years after the Prophet in Muharram, it's year 16 of the Hijrah and she was buried in the Baqi'ah. Now there's a discussion on whether she was a slave girl to the Prophet or the Prophet married her. Um, Al-Shaykh Al-Mufid states that the Prophet actually married her. So basically he freed her and he married her, whereas some other maybe Sunni scholars or other historians, they mentioned that she stayed as a slave girl who was a spouse to the Prophet So this is the whole story, she was accused, Allah is the one who defended her. But it's very, very disturbing what happened. And it's very disturbing that Aisha had a role in it. Even if we say Aisha did not come up with the accusation, but Al-Hakim al-Naysaburi confirms in his hadith that she had a role in the accusation. He said people spread it, but Aisha picked it up and she said, he does not look like you. Because see in Al-Hakim al-Naysaburi, uh, I want you to analyze his hadith. He says when some people spread the rumor, the Prophet asked Aisha, what do you think of Ibrahim? Tell me, tell me, does he look like me? He wanted to test her, Has, is she believing in those rumors? She said no. He does not look like you. Out of jealousy she said that. And then subhanAllah, over history they take this whole incident and they make it the biggest virtue for Aisha. They say. Allah basically exonerated her from above the seventh heavens. <laughs> and she's the one who played a role in accusing Maria. But when she realized that Maria got a virtue, it's like, let me claim it to myself. She made herself the victim. And remember this point, my dear brothers and sisters. The only person who narrates that the ifk was about Aisha and that she was accused of adultery is who? Aisha herself. Why? How come? How come no other companion confirms this? No other companion says, I was in Bani Mustalaq, this happened, Allah. No, all Aisha claiming that. There's something wrong here.